It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Thank you for joining us today at Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsi, founder of the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. We've got such a great success story today for those of you who've been suffering from allergies or if uh, you know of anybody who's been suffering from allergies and you are going to really relate to Natalie Daniel who had been suffering from all kinds of allergy problems from when she was a little child and how she got her life back. So tune in and enjoy. Thank you, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. I have a great guest today with us. Natalie Daniel, who has a really remarkable story. She's been a guest of ours since April of last year. So it's been about a year she's been on the program. And she's really got a remarkable story because her her uh, health issues were not only hormonal in nature, but also allergic in nature. And you may not realize this, but the Hotel Health and Wellness Center originally started as an allergy practice back in 1989. And it wasn't until 92 when we adopted the use of thyroid hormones, and then 96 when we began to use natural female and male hormone replenishment, as well as supporting of the adrenal gland. So it's uh, it's always interesting to have our guests come in who have some have had some severe allergy problems because that's what I cut my teeth on and I love to treat allergy patients. But I know this is that if you get a healthy immune system, that makes it much easier to control allergic problems. As a matter of fact, allergies will depress the immune system. So Natalie, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Glad you could be had, young lady. <laughs> I sure am glad to have you here. Well, Natalie, Tell us about your story. What was going on and what made you decide? What kind of symptoms were you having in your life? You had had allergy problems. I think you told me you had asthma as well. That's right. So tell us about that. When did your allergy problems develop and how were they treated over the years? Of course, I'm happy to tell you. So I have had um, breathing issues since I was an infant. And they kept saying I had walking pneumonia. And the doctors did not diagnose me with asthma until I was six years old when I had my first severe asthma attack in a brand new house we had just moved into. Mm. Um, I came back from the emergency room with probably six or seven medications as a six-year-old. That was a lot to learn Mm. how to swallow pills and take inhalers and all of those things. And through the years, it slowly progressed. As a teenager, when I was 17, I actually stopped breathing. And I had to be intubated, and that was pretty scary. Oh, my Um, goodness. It was pretty, pretty scary. And then um, into my 20s, it kind of leveled out, and then I started having children. Mm -hmm. And that's when it started to go back to um, having more and more issues with my allergies and breathing. Like even a year after I had my first child, I had an anaphylactic reaction to muscles. Mm -hmm. And then seven years later, an anaphylactic reaction to fish. So mm-hmm. you've got significant allergy disorders. And an allergy, remember, folks, is an abnormal reaction by your, syst- by your body's immune system to normal occurring substances in the environment, things you breathe in the air like weed, tree, grass pollens, dust mites, mold spores, animal dander. Also foods, 
you have a fixed food allergy to the to the shellfish, obviously, and to other fishes. Mm-hmm. But uh, common foods can cause problems. Wheat, corn, egg, milk, yeast, soybean are just among the, uh, a few of the foods. Any food can cause a problem, but those foods are in all the processed foods. So people with allergic disorders tend to develop some concomitant or combined food allergies, which exacerbate the underlying allergic disorder. And it wears out the immune system, and the immune system in a person who has a genetic predisposition towards allergies will start making antibodies, and they will end up rupturing their mast cells, which line the nasopharynx and your throat and your gut. And the mast cells will rupture and spill histamine into the system, and the histamine causes the bronchial constriction and the nasal congestion and the sin- and then you get secondary sinus infections because you get this drainage of fluid. It's a culture media for bacteria and then you get then you get on antibiotics for the mm-hmm. infections and I bet you've been on a pot full of antibiotics in your life. Of course. So and that disrupts the normal bacterial flora in the gut. So you kill off the good bacteria, you get overgrowth, and then that leads to yeast problems. I don't know if you had any female yeast infections or not. Did you ever? Um, when I was in middle school, I was on a lot of antibiotics, and yes, that was a concern. And so mm-hmm. you can clean that up, but you but you get yeast in the colon, and that causes a leaky gut syndrome, and then you just got a host of health problems. So, so uh, that's how you found yourself. You've been struggling for years and years and years, really, and you've had three children? Three. That's okay. right. So... Let's just start from the top. Energy level. When you came in, what was your energy level on a scale of 0 to 10? 10 being brimming with energy, best you ever felt, 0, no energy. Okay, call me crazy as a mom of three, but I would say it was like a 7 or an 8. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it was then. After you got up on the program, what do you think it was? I would say a 9 for sure. Right. After Within you just got, a few yeah, weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. So did you have any problem? Did you have problems with weight, difficulty with weight at all? Yes. Okay. How about, did you have any problem with cold sensitivities? Sometimes, yes, it was. How about mental sharpness, mental focus? Oh, that was terrible. I, I was, I honestly at one point thought I had ADD. And what about uh, moods? Mm, okay. So that, <laughs> I think it can be argued that I was moody. I think it's safe to say that. That's a problem. Some people, thought, some people thought you might be moody, huh? Yes, that's but right. But you thought it was justified, right? That's right. <laughs> How about bowel function? Um, maybe once a week. We call that constipation, ma'am. <laughs> and guess what? That's a classical feature of hypothyroidism. All these are classical features of hypothyroidism, low thyroid within the cells. Tell me about your joint muscle aches and pains. I do have them. They tend to be in my shoulder, my hip. Those tend to be the ones where if I'm going to have pain, it's going to reoccur in the same area. Now, did you have any problem with hair loss, hair falling out? To be honest, that part I couldn't tell because it might have so much hair that when I would brush it, tons would come out, but it wasn't thinning in the front. Okay. So I figured but that you was had hair, But when you brush your hair, it was falling out, right? That's right. <laughs> okay. So you came in and you, and so you had, obviously you had a problem with what appears to have been and what was low thyroid situation. That's where a person doesn't get enough thyroid hormones into their cells. You got literally tens of trillions of cells in your body. Every cell has a power plant in it. That power plant has to produce electrical energy. It's called the mitochondria. 
and the mitochondria has to be activated. And what activates it is a spark plug, which is the thyroid hormone. Think of I like to think of the thyroid hormone as the spark plug of the cell. <clears throat> if you don't have enough spark plugs in your cell, then you're going to run like a eight-cylinder car with only five or six spark plugs. You'll run, but you're going to run kind of rough and slow. You're not going to be at maximum and optimal uh, function. So the thyroid hormone can adversely affect uh, your body's ability to properly function on an organic level in the immune system. All of those things tend to do poorly when you don't make enough energy. Besides that, your immune system was already loaded down with allergies, so that depresses the immune system, and you were getting recurrent chronic infections, which is a classical feature of people that have a per immune system, right? right? If you're healthy, you don't get sick. You don't get infections. So if you're getting recurrent infections, any of you listening to this once, twice a year, or every other year you're getting infections, that's a sign that your immune system's not healthy. Instead of taking antibiotics, which you may take to get rid of the initial infection, if you're taking antibiotics over and over, ask your doctor, how can I build up my immune system? He's going to look at you like you're crazy, about like Dr. <laughs> Fauci. Never talk about it. I don't know how you build up the immune system. I just take the antibiotics. If you're taking antibiotics over and over again, you've got a lousy immune system. Get it healthy. And there are ways to get it healthy. And we do that here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And we did that with you. That's right. So you had problems with, okay, tell us about your, any female menstrual problems. Absolutely. Ever since my first child, after each pregnancy, my OBGYN, who I adore, and adored like she would just say oh that's normal that you're going to have a heavier cycle after every single child and by my third child he was 10 pounds five ounces by the way he was wow. pretty humongous he's as big as i was <laughs> and he's when like a string bean now but then the 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 bleeding was just so much like i thought it i was like something can't be right like this right. isn't normal this can't we can't go on like this and so what did they recommend putting in a that's right. Birth control. That's right. IUD. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that still didn't regulate your periods, huh? Well, it made them go away, but I don't uh, know that it necessarily fixed anything because so, I was still just as uh, argument, <laughs> argumentatively moody, I guess okay. you could say. So anyway, you came in and uh, which one of our uh, physicians or assistants, uh, physician assistants did you say? Yes, uh, Dr. Ellsworth. Yeah, Dr. Ellsworth. Mm -hmm. And so he explained to you that your problems were consistent with hypothyroidism and an imbalance in your female hormones, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So I know he started you on some thyroid preparation, and he also started you on natural progesterone, mm -hmm. which is important to balance out the estrogen. So if somebody, if any woman, if any of you out there is having irregular menstrual cycles, heavier periods, cramping, that's because you have estrogen dominance and you are getting to an age where you're having progesterone deficiency. It's two sides of the same coin. You have estrogen on one side of the coin, progesterone on the other. And as your progesterone levels decline, estrogen begins to dominate. And that's the prolific hormone that builds up the tissue in the inner lining of the womb and leads to these heavier, heavier periods and clotting and breakthrough bleeding. For which, and then to, and then to uterine fibroids, for which your OBGYN has a solution. A hysterectomy. So mm -hmm. I always find it interesting they, that the, that the OBGYN says, well, just learn to live with it. Every one of you ladies that has babies, more babies you have, the worse your periods get. And I don't know if they've told you. 
if you're OB-GYN, but they'll say, you know, maybe at some point you may need to have a hysterectomy. You know, that's the way we can correct it. Well, all you have to do is balance the hormones so you don't have to have a hysterectomy. That's just ridiculous. But remember, OB-GYNs do two things. They deliver babies Mm -hmm. primarily. They do two primarily procedures, deliver babies, and they do hysterectomies. They make their living the first half of their career delivering babies, the second half doing hysterectomies. I know that because that's what they told me. As a matter of fact, I had an OB-GYN tell me that he used to prospect in his office from patient to patient prospecting for hysterectomies, if you can believe it, like a crop. I'm not making that. You can't make this stuff up, which is ridiculous, and I don't know why every OB-GYN in the country doesn't read my book. I'm not an OB-GYN, but I know how to deal with female hormone problems and keep them from getting hysterectomies and balance out their hormones. So anyway, and also when you have estrogen dominance like you had mm-hmm. and you're having these irregular periods, then you're, that adversely affects your thyroid. And so invariably women, as they march through their menstrual life, invariably are going to have hypothyroidism to one degree or another. It may not show up in the blood, and most of the time it doesn't. 95% of the time blood work's normal because de- that's how they define the blood work. Mm-hmm. But... If they have the signs and symptoms of hypothyroidism, I do believe instead of giving a woman a trial of antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication and sleep medication, why don't we just give her some natural thyroid hormone and put her on natural progesterone, see how she does. And guess what? That's a clinical trial, and they are, you know, invariably just give her a clinical trial and see how she does. And invariably, they do wonderful like you did. So... You started on your progesterone. You started on your thyroid pretty much immediately. How long did it take you till you started seeing any kind of improvement? I would say it was about the third week. I know that sounds fast, but it's true. Okay. Like around the third week, I was in a situation where the car was full of the kids. We were running late. Everyone was complaining, you know, the kid stuff. Right. And I turned to my husband and I said, oh my gosh, right now I would be having a meltdown. And he turned and looked at our oldest teenager, and they said, we don't want to say anything, but you're a lot nicer in the last three weeks. Isn't that interesting? Our family noticed. Well, the balancing out your hormone, replenishing and balancing out the natural bioidentical hormones that your body made, replenishing it with the same exact hormones your body used to make in adequate amounts, provides such a wonderful resolution of hormone depletion problems and imbalance. It's just wonderful. And we've, we've only treated, I don't know, 33,000 people mm-hmm. here, about 25,000 women. And we've seen this over by, by the tens of thousands. And they all have the same, most of them, if they'll get on the program, will have the same wonderful improvement that you've had. So that's great. Now tell us about your asthma. You've been treated for asthma before with allergy injections in the past? Absolutely. In middle school and, again, as an adult. And how did what? Tell us about what did they do? What were you required to do to be treated? I was not able to remain compliant. So what um, did they want you to do? Absolutely. They went the first round. They wanted me to go in twice a week and get out of school. My mom had to take me out of school right. to go get shots and then wait the 30 minutes to see if I'd had a reaction right. and then go home and then do it again. Um, and then as an adult, after I had the reaction to the um, fish, they said, oh, you need to have three injections twice a week. Oh and goodness. I have, you know two kids and a job and I was like that's not gonna work so here at our center now we've adopted a uh, years back 
we eliminated injections for our patients. I have maybe I have less than five patients that take injections. I know one for sure. I don't know if mm-hmm. we even have more than that. Maybe one that still takes it uh, after all these years. In 1996, after uh, beginning one of our guests on oral uh, allergy treatment, sublingual drops, he had such a great result that I tr- uh, transitioned everybody our 1,500 allergy patients to sublingual drops, and we had wonderful results with that. And now over the last year or two, we have adopted what we call um, low-dose allergy or low-dose immunotherapy treatment, Mm -hmm. which involves sublingual drops of allergens under the tongue. We have numerous airborne and food allergens and even chemical allergens. Remember, chemicals can also cause allergy reactions, so we have those, and those are um, provided under the tongue and just squirted under the tongue, and that's done once initially, and then depending upon how a person responds, we may increase the dose mm-hmm. or may back it off, but increase the dose until they get on the right dose, and then every seven weeks they can take this dose at home. So you started on your You started initially on allergy, uh, our LDA, which now we call LDI, low-dose immunotherapy, because we literally are immunizing you against allergens. How's that? Sublingually. So tell us how's that going, and how many times have you had your LDI treatment? Yes, I had my first LDI treatment in December, and at first... That was just that was just past this December. This past December, and at first, I was I. You have to stop taking your allergy and all your intervention medications. And so you before. were taking you were taking oral uh, bronchodilators. You were taking inhalers. You were taking antihistamines and a host of other uh, uh, anti-asthmatic and anti-allergic medications. That's right. A lot. I was taking a lot, and you're supposed to stop the day before, take your dose, and then wait a week. Right. And I was only able to make it the two and a half days without right. getting back on my intervention. And it wasn't because the LDI made my allergies worse. It was because this was me. This is my life right. without all of these interventions. And so I was able to report back, like, you know, I didn't have an improvement on this particular one. Okay. And that was okay. Um, and then the second one, I made it a whole week without any intervention. And that was exciting to me. Without any medication? Mm-hmm. Without okay. any of it. Um, that was, that's a big deal. Right. And now you've, uh, you've taken your third. So I've taken my third and I made it a little over a week now without that after the dose of not taking, um, my interventions. Right. And you were taking your medication on a daily basis for how many years? Oh, since 1986. So that's a long time. (laughs) 30, that's 35 years. You've been on that, on this medication on a daily basis. And now We've got it where, and you don't even take all the medication once a week, do you? No. You're down to how many medications once a week? I take, I still take my Singulair every day as we're building up my immune system and my, uh, building up the LDI in my system. And then, and then I've stopped taking my Advair um, steroid inhaler. Good. So, and how do your lungs feel? They feel great. And I have to say, my third LDI was when all the trees were blooming. Right. That was uh, back in March. In March 15th is when I took it. And I was a little worried, like, how am I going to make it through? And I didn't use my inhaler. And I was very impressed. And I didn't have to go back and get that Zyrtec. 
So that was pretty exciting to me. That's great. And how about your other symptoms? Energy level now. What's your energy level? Scale of zero to 10, where are you now? I would say uh, consistently at a nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about your, and you've lost some weight? That's right. I've lost about 10 pounds. I would like to lose more, but that's a compliance issue on my side. There you I go. Have to say. I and can do better. And how about your mental focus and sharpness? I, it's amazing. Like, it's almost like a miracle. Like, I don't know how I do what I do for the amount of hours that I work. Cause I, I don't know if you know this, but I woke up, I wake up most mornings at three thirty, <laughs> And so I just, I, I'm able to maintain the ability to be efficient, accurate, um, full of joy and just focused. That's great. And moods? Amazing turnaround. I have to say, I will have moments here and there, but nowhere near where I used to be. Like I, to be honest with you, there was times where I was, I was convinced my husband and I would get a divorce. I'm like, how could he love me? I'm so moody all the time. Like, how does he do it? You know, and how much longer is it sustainable at this rate? You know, so it's really, it saves relationships as well. And your bow and your bowel function. Um, I would say I go probably like four or five times a week now, so which was better than the once yeah, a week right. situation. So it's improved. Mm-hmm. And that has to do with taking thyroid medication, plus the vitamins and minerals we put you on. Not only do we encourage you to get on a yeast-free eating program. That's right. Which you went on that program solidly for at least a month. That's right. And, uh, and we encourage you to continue as much as possible to eat keto and to eliminate the simple carbs and sugars, particularly with your history of yeast, because you don't want, yeast grows on sugar. And all these simple carbs, bread, pizza, pasta, cookie, cakes, all the wheat products, potato products, corn products, and rice products, all are sugar. They convert to sugar. All they are sugar molecules hooked together. That's what simple carbs are. So if you want to feed the yeast, you just got to feed them with all this junk food. <laughs> That'll feed the yeast. But you don't want to do that because yeast can make you sick. That's right. Yeast produces toxins that depress the immune system, make you more reactive to allergy. You get more infections, more antibiotics. You got a vicious cycle that you're on cycle of illness. We want to break that cycle. Second thing, we put you on some natural hormones, thyroid, progesterone, got you off the birth control. That's right. Periods are, how are they doing now? They are consistent four days a week. One's medium, two are light, and one is barely there. So that's a dramatic improvement. Dramatic. It? it was like over seven days of heavy, heavy. Well, uh, we bleeding. we saved you mm-hmm. from ultimately what would have happened if other women been in your shape over and you hadn't a, this hadn't a, we hadn't intervened with natural approaches, you'd be they on would. track to get a hysterectomy, ma'am. I guarantee you would have. That's right. And then uh, we got you on vitamins and minerals, mm-hmm. and got you on your allergy treatment, LDI, and. Hopefully you're doing some form of exercise, even if it's just walking a mile or so every day or jumping rope, chasing the kids around the house. You know, it could be any of those. Well, listen, I'm going to congratulate you because you took charge of your health and you you. followed the regimen. You decided to do the program. We can't do it for you. All we are is the coaches. We can make recommendations. Mm -hmm. You're in the Health Olympics. Each person, whether you like it or not, folks, you're in the Health Olympics. You're either gonna win a you're gonna win a medal, or you're gonna show or place, or you're gonna finish dead last because you're not working at it. Right. And I know this: if you want to enjoy a better quality of life, the, what you have to do is take charge of your health. If you don't take charge of your health, who in the world's gonna take charge of your health? The government, your insurance company, your doctor? You think he really or she cares that much? What about your spouse? Nobody cares about your health. If you don't care about your health, nobody's going to care more about your health than you. If you don't care, there's no way you can get healthy and well. So my recommendation is 
follow what Natalie's done and take charge of your health. And you've already had just in a short matter of how many months? It's just been a year. year. You've already had really significant improvement. And if you'll stay on the program, as I anticipate you will, you'll continue to improve and eventually get off all these medications. I'm excited about it. And I have to say, like, if you're thinking about coming to the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center, I highly recommend it. Um, take their advice and just be compliant. And I like to think of it as I remind myself when I get off my eating program, like, why did I do that? I feel worse. And just eat to be healthy. Don't necessarily eat to lose weight. It'll all come together. And I have to say, I met some friends this weekend. I hadn't seen them in about a year and a half. Yeah. And two of the women said, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you look different. Like, what's going on? And I was like, the Hotsiel <laughs> Wellness Program. That's the only thing I had changed since the last time I had seen them. Well, it's interesting. When people are healthy and they're enthusiastic, mm. guess what? They glow. And you do. And that makes a big difference. So thank you again for joining us today, Natalie, and thank each one of you for joining us. Now, if you want to get on a path of health and wellness, which I want to encourage you, can you imagine how well you're going to feel after you've come to the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center and you've been interviewed and evaluated here and we've laid out a recommendation program for you to get healthy and well? Can you imagine when you adopt that, how well you're going to feel Mm -hmm. and how it's going to change your life the way you relate to not only your children and your spouse, but what you think about yourself. That's really important. So anyway, give us a call. We've got the phone number there on the screen, 281-698-8698. We'll be glad to help you in whatever way we can. It's Dr. Hoshi saying, have a great day. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.